Amiga. Welcome to Amiga Rise Up. I'm Sofia Estrella, the host of this podcast and a Puerto Rican from Chicago who loves Jesus and loves coffee. I'm a wife, mother, entrepreneur, business, and career coach. And just like you, I've been in a place where I've questioned God on what my calling is, or I felt stagnant knowing that there had to be more to my life. I've been in a place where I lost sight of who God has called me to be and stuck in doubt or fear to take a risk and take the next steps, forgetting to walk in just the boldness and authority that he's given me. But not anymore. I know what needs to be done to rise up. My heart is to help women like you transition into the career or business that aligns with your calling so that you can walk in the authority and influence God intends for you. When you listen to this podcast, you'll learn that you and what you do are part of a much bigger plan. You'll learn that what God has called you to do in this season matters and that you have the ability to leave legacies where you are and change entire environments for his glory. There is more for you, amiga, and if you're ready to find out what the more is and rise up the way God intended, then stay tuned. Let's do this. Welcome back, my friends. Today, I'm interviewing Arlana Scola, who is also one of the authors of Unlock Your Voice that's releasing in May. I know you guys have just been enjoying this series. We've had some wonderful, wonderful women on, and their stories have just been so impactful. Welcome, Arlana. So glad you're here. Oh, thank you. It's an honor to be here with you. Yeah, I'm so excited. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and you know what you do and whatever you want to share. Okay, sure. Thank you. Um, I am a hospice chaplain. I've been a hospice chaplain for about 15 years, and I've worked in a lot of different areas of um, the the hospice arena. So I've been executive director, chaplain. I've done volunteer coordinating, a, a bunch of different things. But the the key to me is caring for the souls of people as they're going through a really, really difficult time. And that's sort of been the theme of my life is just caring for the the outcasts, the lost, the broken, and people that are really, really hurting. So in addition to the little bit of hospice work that I'm doing right now, I am also the author of another book, Ruby Red, uh, The uh, Sunsets and Soul Care. And that's been a really beautiful, passionate piece for me. And um, I just love caring for people's souls. I have done prison ministry. I started a prison ministry at a men's prison. I have done juvenile hall ministry. So I feel like the Lord has always called me to the least of these in whatever way. So I feel like I've been called to, this is a very broad statement, care for the soul of humanity. And that could be one person. It could be thousands of people as I've had the the great honor um, to care for. So soul care is my thing. Pastoral care is my thing. Uplifting and encouraging is my thing. And I've been blessed to do it in a variety of different ways. And so this new book is an exciting additional way to help to nurture and care for the souls of women. Wow. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love how every everything that you do is woven into that same theme of caring for people. That's that's really cool. And hospice yeah. is not easy. So really, God bless you for that, because I know that's such a sensitive um, area for families. And, and really, you have to have a heart for people yeah, yeah. and what they're going through. So that, that just shows and talks a little bit about who you are. Um, I know this book, it's, it's you, you just said you wrote another book, but tell me what drew you to this particular um, book and the title and everything that comes with it. Yes. 
unlock your voice. I mean, even saying it right this second, it gives me goosebumps mm-hmm. because I feel like so many women don't have their voice yet or don't even know what their voice is and are, are just sort of seeking, you know, what, what is my voice? What is my calling? What is my mission? So first the title unlock your voice was just really like, wow, I, I like that. Um, and for so long in my life, I um, didn't have a voice. Um, I didn't know how to use my voice. I I didn't know that the things that I needed, I already had inside of me. And as my my ministry with caring for the souls of people, I I lean deeply into um, ruby red slippers and the yellow brick road because, you know, we're all on a journey. We all are trying to find our way home in whatever format that looks like. And we all have everything that we need inside of us already. And so I felt like this book was a great opportunity to share some of that. And I had two dear, dear friends say, you need to do this, and, <laughs> which is unfortunately sometimes a theme for me. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then another friend was like, you need to do this. And I'm like, okay, two voices that don't even know that they're in line with one another. I'm like, okay, I need to really consider this. And I'm so thankful that they did both really encourage me um, to be part of this amazing, amazing book. Wow. That's really cool. Tell us a little bit about um, your, the story you actually shared in the book and why you picked that particular dur- part of your journey. Yeah, I, I was trying to think, you know, as I'm sure all of us, we have so many different facets of our story and so many different pieces that can be powerful and engaging, encouraging tools and, and learning tools for, for other women. And I just felt like talking about, you know, the storm in, in our journeys and on the yellow brick road of life, talking about the storm and then talking about how God sends people to help us, you know, in, in the Ruby red slippers version, you know, he sends hearts, he sends heart, which is love. He sends brains, which is wisdom. And he sends courage and we need those things, you know, and I know I needed them. It took me a while to figure them out and mm-hmm. to implement them, you know, into my life and my journey. But I just felt like it's an important way. It's a gentle way to say, you know, we already have these things inside of ourselves and God's going to send you people to encourage you, help you, redirect you, correct you, you know, and that's what happened in, in this story. You know, the the scarecrow showed up, the tin man showed up. And, mm-hmm. and that was to me, my interpretation, God saying, I know you need this right now. So here you go lean in. So that's why I chose this story. It's a story that's been with me since I was like four years old. And it's, it's informed and impacted my life from four years old until today. And it will continue to do so. Wow. Okay. So Ruby Red Slip, what was the title of your, what's the title of your chapter? It's Ruby Red Slippers. Is it Ruby Red Slippers? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It sounded like it was, but I'm like, let me make sure. (laughs) <laughs> that's such a cute title too and catchy because people will be like what is that about yeah I hope so <laughs> yeah no I think that is I, it's so everyone has been just so creative and just um you know I've been able to interview pretty where, where are we pretty much at like I think nine women so far uh-huh. and Wonderful. um it, it really has been amazing how God has just used every individual and just, I think the power of this book won't only is not only going to be in the stories itself that we share, 
but in the fact that here you have 12 different women giving their background and what God has called them to and the impact that they can make that therefore we're like, we're going to be influencing different people. You know what I mean? That are reading. And it's just really, I I get so blown away by that. I probably say it every time I'm during every episode of the podcast, but I really, really am. I'm like, wow, God, you are just so incredible how you do that um, with, with women across the world. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so amazing. And it's so exciting to be an encourager for somebody else, you know, and to, you know, there there are times that we don't even know who we've touched or how we've touched them. And we won't find out until we get to heaven, you know, and I just, I love that um, we can say something kind to somebody and it, it just changes everything. You know, it's like a game changer. So I, I love that piece. And we're getting to do that through this book. Yes, we sure are. I noticed on the back now, obviously the listeners are not going to see this. You have a Wizard of Oz um, picture. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. love I love that movie. Um, is that just one that has spoken, you know, like you said, since you were four years old, is that just one yeah. of those that has just stuck with you since since you were little? Yeah, it has. And it's sort of like my, my life verse. My life verse is Psalm 119.11. And it says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I do not sin against you. And so the Wizard of Oz is is like a life verse, even though it's not in the Bible. Because <laughs> I feel like, you know, the Israelites, they were on a journey and they had all this bad stuff happen to them and God kept saving them. You know, so my whole theme, my my business cards, my everything is all around ruby red slippers because I feel like at the end of the movie, she's like, oh, I just needed to tap my ruby red slippers together and I could go home. I always had it all in me and I didn't know it. And that's like us. God's gifted us with so many things and we don't even know yet. Yeah. You know? So that's like my mission. It's like you have what you need. Yes. Yes. That's a powerful mission too, for sure. What are yeah. some of the lessons um that did you write in the book that you learned? And you've you've mentioned a few already, I'm sure, but just like what what else, what specific lessons did you want to get your listeners to grab or the listeners to grab from your story? Right. Yeah, I just I want the 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 overriding message to be one that we have everything we need already, even if we don't realize it. And two, that we're never alone. God's always with us. God always sends us someone to nurture our souls. God always blesses us. And even in the times where we don't see it or we don't understand it or we're having one of those moments where we're like, wow, I'm out here in the desert. Like, you know, do you hear me? Do you see me? Just for people to know that he's always there, regardless of circumstance, regardless of what it looks like and regardless of how it feels. So that that's so important to me that people understand that. And, and then, as I've said a couple of times, he sends you people, he sends you angels, he sends you, you know, all of these different things to help you on your journey because we're not supposed to do it alone. We're supposed to be in community. We're supposed to have kinship with one another. Um, and so those are, you know, those are kind of the overarching things to me that are just so important as um, women that love Jesus and, and so necessary to hear again and again and again, in my opinion. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think too, because women, we tend, we can tend to be catty and silly and, and, and forget that God has placed other people around us to link arms with and including other women. And, and there's more power in that. So that sense of community 
is something so huge. Um, and even in the Bible, he mentions it so many times. And it's not an easy one, especially if you deal with trust issues or you deal with, you know, all these uh-huh. other things. But how powerful it is when you realize, wow, God has brought me these people to take me to that next step. And, you know, yeah. what, what you can do with that. So powerful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I like to just tell, you know, our listeners a little bit about the challenges of this process. And so what would you say was maybe the most challenging for you in doing this chapter? And were there some things maybe that God revealed to you in the midst of rewriting, you know, rewriting this part? Yeah. Um, the, The challenge for me was to choose what part of the story I wanted to share. Um, I like everybody else have been through a lot. And so deciding what part of the journey to share and what level of detail to embark on with, um, a certain amount of words that I had available to use. So that was really a hard part for me. And I had to pray about it and think about it and, you know, really a lot of discernment in it. And and so Obviously, this is what I felt like God wanted me to do this chapter that I wrote. So that was a a difficult part. And what I learned through the process was the importance of all the different steps. In in the book, I talk about, you know, brains, heart, and courage. But then I give uh, biblical examples and I give verses to back up those things. And so there, there are things like, um, stand your ground. I've just jotted some notes down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, and, and sometimes we don't, we don't have good boundaries That's right. And to, to relook at those things where there were so many times I, I didn't in my life have good boundaries and that led to messed up things, Yeah, you know? And so to be able to stand our ground in authority, in power, in strength of the Lord and know that, you know, I know that this is what God's called me to do and this is what I'm supposed to do. So that was something that was that was reiterated to me as I I wrote this chapter. And then the keys to me were that God has a plan mm-hmm. and that God's going to send the helpers and to have faith in the process. You know, sometimes the process takes longer than we want it to, you know, yeah. and we get impatient and we get mad and all those things, but to have faith in the process because he's in charge and he knows what he's trying to teach us. He knows how he's trying to inform us and grow us and sharpen us and change us and, you know, spiritually form us and all of those things. So just to really have faith in the process and then to journal. I think that journal is just a gift from God. Mm -hmm. I think that it is such a powerful tool for revelation, reformation, all of those kind of words, resurrection, healing, change, growth. And so having the courage to journal and say what's on your heart. Um, and I'm a, I, journaling has kept me alive. If I hadn't had pen and paper and I've always used pen and paper, if I hadn't had pen and paper, I don't know if I would have made it. So those sort of reiterations to me were things that sort of surfaced and resurfaced as these are important things that I'm being re-reminded of about the journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love the fact that you mentioned journaling. I think that's such a huge, even on the therapeutic side, way yeah. of spiritually, it does so much. Um, that I I laugh because I have boxes and boxes of journals. Yeah. I've journaled since I was a kid, 
Me you know, too. We used to call it our diary with the lock. Right. You remember those little ones? <laughs> remember. Now it's not that serious, but um, the the stuff in the journal, though, really, my heart, and I'm sure you can yeah. relate, is just oh, written yeah. all in that. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's really cool because, uh, you know, what journals do for you, too, if you do it for a length, uh, a good length of time, is you can see where you came from. You can see where God, what God has brought you out yeah. of. Um, you can see the lessons that maybe you learned at 20, 21, or even 18, 19, and where you are at 40, 50. Yeah. You know, um, it's so powerful. So powerful. It really, really so, is. So powerful. And I, for me personally, and I encourage my clients and, you know, the people that I, I minister to, um, to go back and reread, like reread a week ago. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I read a week ago and I'm like, oh my God, I can't even believe I wrote that just because it's so rich and yes. powerful. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. And so I, I encourage my, my clients and my team to reread. Don't, you know, don't wait till five years, just like reread. Like I reread January 1st of this mm-hmm. year. I'm like, oh, whoa, wow, wow. So in that way, it is a, thera- a therapeutic tool as well, as well. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. And it reminds, and I think God uses it so much too, to remind you of his promises, things yeah. that he has spoken to you that sometimes we forget when we're in the midst of, like you said, the journey and getting or the process and don't want to enjoy the process. We want right. to go back and look at, okay, well, what did God say at the beginning? And then you realize, okay, I trust him. Let me just move forward. You know, it gives you that, um, Basically in faith again. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. The other thing you mentioned too is about boundaries. And I think people take, you know, don't, um, that's something I think we overlook and yet boundaries Mm -hmm. are so important, um, for us to be able to even, even grow and get through what we need to get through or what we're called to, because if we're saying yes to everything and hanging out with everybody, at some point, we're going to miss what we're supposed to be doing. Would you agree with that? And I feel like um, I tell my clients, boundary is not a bad word. That's right. And people are like, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of it like that. I'm like, boundary is not a bad word. Boundary is a good word when you use it appropriately. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it can be a bad word if you, you know, you lock yourself in the house for six months and never go anyplace. But boundary is not a bad word. And I've um, read a lot about it. And there's so many beautiful threads that come out of boundary, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and taking care of self and all of those things. So I, I, I encourage that word. Yeah, no, I agree. It's so good. Um, what would you leave um, the the ladies with? Some encouraging words. What would you leave our listeners with? I would leave the ladies with Philippians 4, 4 through 7. And the part that I want to expound upon is do not be anxious. Mm. Present your requests to God. And those aren't all of the verses in there, but those are the ones that I want to say, do not be anxious and present your requests to God and have faith. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I think is, is super important. And the other thing that I think is super important is taking time and making time for soul care and soul prayer. We're so busy. We have so many responsibilities. We have, you know, kids and work and all these different things. But if we don't take time and make time to care for our souls, we are impeding our progress on our journey down the yellow brick road. 
So I would say that. And then I would say to remember that every day is a once in a lifetime event. Mm. So to live it as such, we don't get it back. We can certainly look back at it, but every single day is a once in a lifetime event and to honor Mm. it as those are the things that I would say. Yeah. Celebrate, celebrate your life daily, even though, even if it doesn't look like what you thought it would be at this point in time, right? That's so good. Can you really quick, because we didn't really, um, you mentioned it before and I meant to go back to it. So care, what does that look like tangibly for a, a woman? What does that yeah, look like? Thank you for asking that. Soul care is slowing down and taking time to journal, to um, listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, to be still and know as the verse says that I am God, but it's really, really important for women to take the time to slow down and be in the word and to listen to what they hear and to honor what they feel. And Mm -hmm. that is caring for the soul. And it could be, I mean, I still have anxiety issues. Sometimes I'll be like, Oh my gosh. And it's like, no, 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 it's okay. You're, this is not that calm down. And I know how to, I've learned how to self-talk myself back to a place of I'm safe. It's Mm -hmm. okay. And that's part of caring for my soul. I didn't know how to do it decades ago, but I've learned how to do it. And so all of those things that allow us to be peaceful within, even in the midst of the storm, like Dorothy, in the midst of the dark, creepy forest, in the midst of the flying monkeys, because that's life, Mm -hmm. but no I'm in charge of caring for my soul and it only creates betterment for myself and everybody else. When I slow down, I get in the word of God. I pray. I'm still, I watch a sunset. I look at a flower, those kind of things where you can really, really slow down and be in the midst of God's presence. Yeah, that's so good. I know um, one I learned just recently um, because I I am a, a work bunny. I, I I love to work. I I just love it. The yeah, problem yeah. with that is that I was wearing myself out. Right, we wear yeah. ourselves out, and all women. I think a lot of times as women we do that. We wear mom hat, wife hat, work right. hat, you know, whatever. And I remember one of the uh, at, a, at a I remember being at a point a few years ago where um, the Lord took me to a book called It's Rhythms, Making New Rhythms um, by Rebecca Lyons, I think is the, or something Uh like that. I don't know if that's the right title, but it's Rebecca Lyons who did the book. And she talks about creating those new almost habits that you create that goes along with soul care. For example, like taking those times to just relax. What is it like every morning when you get up, even getting yourself in a certain uh, rhythm, basically, that yes. you create with the Lord so that you can start your day with the peace and calmness, you know, and stuff like that. Like, even as simple as like, I know this morning I had my Bible out, had my coffee, yeah. sat on my recliner, and it happened to be the, a sunny day. The sun was shining through the window. And just sitting in that was so like, ah, uh, um, just refreshing. Yeah, it was so refreshing. And we take, if we don't take advantage of those times, we yeah. miss out, right? We miss out. So right. I love that. What, I love what And I saying. feel like um, spiritual practices are so important and setting up, I mean, say I do it six days a week. I'm not going to say I get it right seven days a week, but yeah. 
my spiritual practices, I set the alarm for 6 a.m. It's quiet. Nothing's happening. The sun's coming up. And I have what I'm going to read for the morning. I have my coffee and I have my journal. And usually I have about an hour, maybe an hour and 20 minutes to just let whatever needs to come to me soak in. And that's the way I start my day. And when I don't start it that way, I'm a little off. But spiritual practices are so important. Yeah, no, they totally are. Arlana, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that? Yes, I, uh, my website is www.therubyredslippers.com. My email is arlana at therubyredslippers.com. Instagram is renegade underscore women. Mm-hmm. And um, I do a podcast, Renegade Women in Soul Care. And um, my book, uh, Sunsets in Soul Care, is on Amazon, but also available through my website. So those are ways to um, get in touch with me easily. Mm-hmm. And um, just honored to be here and um, blessed to be able to share the word of the Lord with other people. So thank you so much, Sophia. Of course, of course. I, I, I Listen, I love that renegade women. It's so powerful, such a powerful. Isn't that <laughs> powerful? And that I was do, like, I love it. That was a God thing. I've been raised by a bunch of them. And finally, I'm just like, okay, we got to talk about this. I got to interview more renegade women. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that's so great. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank I love, love, love speaking to you. Um, I'll, have, I'll definitely have all of Arlana's info in the description um, of the podcast once it's once I put the episode up. <laughs> so don't forget to get a copy of the book, Unlock Your Voice, releasing in May. And if you'd like to connect with me, go to Amiga Rise Up LV on Instagram or on Facebook at Amiga Rise Up Coaching and Consulting for Women. Or you can find me on Facebook at Sophia Estrella. Thank you so much for joining us today, ladies. God bless. Have a wonderful day.